Welcome to the Midnight Crockpot episode 19, Selection Night 2020, our special episode where we're going to cover Election Night. With me, I have, or I am Wild Smile, and with me, uh, Davey Crocco. Davey, uh, how you doing this fine evening? I am very, very just eager to see what happens, but I feel great, and it's good to see everybody, and just, yeah, I'm just excited for the evening. Like, what's going to happen? Is the world going to end? We don't know. We might get full-blown revelations. That's what I'm wondering. Are (laughs) demons going to claw out of the earth? I mean, if Trump wins, who knows? Anything's possible. I mean, I think Biden is a demon. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I forgot to add this to the show notes, but there's a uh, video that somebody shared uh, in the chat I'm in where Biden just, he, he goes, this is my son, Bo. Dude, Bo's been dead for like more than a decade. <laughs> oh, it's good but shit. But- he must have been thinking about his other son that was fucking that widow. Yeah, he confuses him with the son he actually likes sometimes. Ah, oh, man, it's, it's going to be a spicy evening because no matter which way this goes... Somebody is going to be upset. Somebody is going to be taking this way too seriously. And somebody is going to be very, very, uh, let's just say, unflattered. They might find themselves in the streets. They might find themselves uh, peacefully demonstrating uh, a business to the fucking ground. So only time will tell. I'm excited. I might even stream tonight. Who knows? And all the businesses have been prepping, boarding up, getting ready, like... It's like nothing you've seen before. And uh, a couple of things we'll go over is uh, people in D.C. talking about this being a coup, you know, wanting to take over federal buildings. I mean, this is some serious shit, and this is the year they want to do it. Well, that leads us to uh, some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. So, of course, the Hunter Biden story is massive. Uh, There's a lot of links. We'll try to keep it somewhat dense or, yeah, somewhat dense and brief. Uh, After all, brevity is the... whatever the fucking phrase is right <laughs> and uh but but more importantly pe- we have people burning down ballot boxes we have federal employees uh giving out tactics for sabotaging uh in bureaucracy openly sabotaging the democracy or their democracy right the the system we hold so close and dear to our hearts but then get this the fbi is investigating a bunch of trucks harassing the biden uh tour bus like yeah, they called it an ambush it was an ambush i would i would call that a uh escort were they ducking under sniper fire is that what i'm hearing now here in my I mind don't know if, i don't know if brian williams was there but it just like that they were driving along the bus that's not really an ambush this was in uh fast and furious if only if only but maybe we'll reach absurdities that reach the levels of fast and furious so Let's set the tone for the evening, Davey. How familiar are you with uh, with Amish supremacy? Uh, not at all. Well, okay, so did you know the Amish? And a lot of people don't know this. The Amish have been kicked out of more than 100 nations over the course of history. And they well, have they this... Don't have, they don't have the record. They, uh, yeah, the, no, everyone's been lying and just perpetuating stereotypes. And there is no, no basis in reality for this conspiracy theory that they are... Uh, trying to take over the world by subverting all of these different industries and getting their fingers in every little pie. Uh, it, it is not only a crime to say so, to even assert such a thing, but they, but just get a load of this, get a load of this. 
Done with it. I'm done with that bit. <laughs> of course, let me turn off the filter so you can actually see what's going on here. The one thing I didn't. There we go. Okay, the the gangster rap is is pretty a uh, good touch. But uh, look at this. This is Charlottesville all over again, man. This is why we can't have nice things. I need a right and dirty. You know, it would be convenient, right? I need, that, that's a song for this. I don't know. So I bet you those horses I mean, are very well maintained, uh, mind you. Uh, I guess they're just parading. Trump or Trump? Yeah, for Trump, man. These Amish are, are out here just engaging in hate speech. I mean, I bet you one of them is a proud boy. Look what yeah, you've done, I Gavin. Not, I have not seen one thing like this for Biden. About five people show up to his rallies. Like five. Trump is like selling out arenas as if he's like White Snake in the, in the middle of the 80s. There, there's it's just people trying to get in just all sorts of shenanigans they look like they're having a great time like they're having a party and joe biden is over here left to sniff his own hair it's uh but this is the amish this is uh what's important about this what's the context none at all just be mindful of the amish chat be mindful <laughs> but you can't perpetuate any stereotypes about them that is hate speech but i just wanted to uh give you guys a little bit of a palette what kind of absurd reality do we live in uh the amish on a parade with trump flags kind of wild uh, he, gets support, he gets support everywhere. So he really does. I mean, I hear Amish unemployment is at a record uh, low. But uh, so, so we're going to check in with like multiple different uh, sources as the night goes on as far as, you know, election results and state by state and how it goes. You know, it goes to like 11. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of peek in, see what's going on, because no doubt there will be some salty bastards today. No doubt there will be meltdowns. No matter what side wins, a bunch of people are going to be upset. So there will be demonstrations, peaceful demonstrations in the streets. Uh, there will be people on the Internet spurging out. I'm hoping I, I want to see Joe Biden lose just so I can watch the Young Turks melt down again. That in itself was some of the best content in the last like five years. It's almost worth a rewatch at some point. It, it really, it, I've seen it once or twice. I'll say that much. But uh, th I think that's a good segue because uh, you sent me this. Like I was going to play coy. Uh, are you familiar with David Pakman? You're probably more familiar with David Pakman than I am. But I saw this clip on your show. I believe it was last night or maybe it was early this morning. And uh, he had a bit of a bold prediction, to say the least. A bold oh, prediction. Yeah. So... I understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, and this is this is where they got to. That you know, tens of millions. All right, of I'll have to pause it because it looks like the volume is set a little low. I, I do that intentionally. And amazement that you know, tens of millions of people in this country are voting for Donald Trump. I have raised this issue many times. If Biden wins, and let's not assume, but if Biden wins, what happens to those 60 million people? In the interim period between election day and inauguration day, I believe there's a real possibility that they become violent, including with firearms. Beyond that, I don't know what happens. You know, they, uh, I think a lot of them are going to pretend like they never really supported Trump. Some of them may split off into some kind of QAnon conspiracy rabbit hole that maybe at some point will become a more formal political movement. It's very, very difficult to say, but they're going to be here and we're going to have to deal with it as a country. And I don't know exactly how we do that. Well, we get we get there by Biden riding with Biden in the tour bus. Um, what stuck out to me, right? These assholes always come out and they, oh my God, the conspiracy theorists and, and, and all of that. But 
What was more interesting is how he's worried that there there will be angry right-wingers with guns out in the streets. Last I checked, the angry people out there in the streets were protesting political violence or a police brutality or whatever by shooting and killing innocent people in the streets. Uh, I haven't, still to this day, and I've kept a keen eye on these folks, I haven't seen anybody on the radical right burn down a business uh, I, I'm not, maybe a few assaults here and there, but mostly, like I, I saw in my stream the other night, Baked Alaska apparently maced himself. You know, they're even hurting themselves out there. So I, their greatest, they are their own worst enemy, and they do far less damage than the crazy motherfuckers that are talking about wanting to kill innocent people. Uh, rem a reminder that uh, Unicorn Riot, a communist uh, IRL live stream protest coverage on field. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, citizen reporter. So they, they basically report on the protests, but they are, of course, very biased. And one of their associates was on, on stream because George Floyd died saying, we're going to come into your houses and kill you. Innocent people have to die because of this. And I, I haven't seen like maybe some spicy memes here and there, but I haven't seen any national socialists even look dead into the camera as serious as a heart attack and say, we're coming into your house and we're coming to kill you. That has all been left wingers, radical communists, anarchists. Those are the people that are a direct threat who are screaming about them being a direct threat. And that's not to mention all of the, uh, when you look at a lot of the police cases, not all of them, mind you, but a good portion of the ones that cause all of these uh, protests in the streets it's a justified shooting. I look at it and go, yeah, I would have, I would shot him too. That, that guy was clearly over the line. I mean, is it so hard to comply with simple fucking instructions? Now there are bad police officers, just like there are bad people in this world. It's a, it's a nature. It's the nature of the beast. And there's going to be a guy that is, is not so easy to deal with. I mean, look at that Arizona crawl towards me cop. There are, there are definitely scumbags out there. But if you go into a situation where you're being detained and you immediately just do not comply with them you should expect to get shot eventually that's that's on the line of you not complying you resisting arrest and then eventually get tased if that doesn't work you might get shot that's that's what happens but who's who's watching david pacman that's the most important think, question sorry go ahead and, th and thinking okay we all remember 2016 so you start off by saying i have no understanding how tens of millions of people could vote for this guy Oh, it's already happened, so you should yeah. have an understanding. But at no point you don't have any evidence of them just randomly shooting people. And then you just go way off base and say they're just going to start a like QAnon group to gain some kind of political movement. What uh, political movement third party has had any success but the QAnoners that they just signed legislation or a resolution against? That's the new political party. It's just the dumbest take I've seen in a long time. Well, it's sort of poisoning the well, right? They, they're trying, or he, and probably a lot of people out there, not even probably, a lot of people out there, have made the assertion that QAnon, those are just Republicans. Republicans are all QAnon people. That's a good barometer of what right-wing politics looks like. And there, again, might be a kernel of truth to that. There is some pretty... Uh, like, I like the QAnon people because they're so ridiculous and over the top, but it's sort of, it's a, uh, 
an intelligence test. You should be able to look at it, look for five minutes, and decide for yourself without Snopes needing to chime in. Oh, this is a bunch of crazy schizo bullshit. It's funny, but it's all bullshit. And then the posting on the Facebook that the uh, boomers do of all of the dank memes. It's it's cringy, but funny. Like Cringe comedy is, is coming back in a large way. So just, just to add in, 85% reporting, we have Donald Trump ahead. Um, 13% reporting, we have Trump ahead in Georgia. Uh, just a couple of things that I was coming across. Now, let me see if we can bring something up on screen. Just do Google live election results. Uh, Joe Biden is sitting at apparently more electoral uh, votes right now. 85 to Donald Trump's in, uh, 55 here. This is at least if you Google uh, election night. Now, keep in mind, it's still it's still early, but no joke. I think we got Texas uh, going blue with 23%. Yeah, I don't know about that. We shall see. There's something to keep an eye on throughout yeah. the night. I'll just go ahead and leave that tab open and refresh it every so often. So uh, I think next we'll bring up, uh, man, the Hunter Biden thing is, is a pretty large story. So if you don't mind, do you mind bringing chat up to speed but uh try to be brief but also treat them as if they have not heard the story at all okay that's 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 difficult i know but i'm going to try to focus on running through these uh articles because there are a lot of them okay so hunter biden uh uh, grew up rich grew up a politician's son and was starting to make deals in foreign countries china ukraine you name it and he has a habit of young women and drug use. And when you have a habit of crack cocaine and methamphetamines, you leave laptops at laptop repair shops. People keep asking, how could he leave it there? The very special guest on the line, Lauren Witzke. She is the Republican nominee. Sorry about that. It autoplayed. It's fine. Like You're smoking meth. You forget things. So he leaves a laptop at a Delaware shop and... The guy at the Delaware shop after 75 days says, you know, this isn't yours anymore. We have to go through it. We're making copies of everything. All of a sudden, he's seeing incriminating documents. He doesn't know who to give it to. I give it to the FBI. I don't know who to trust. So eventually, he hands the laptop over to the FBI, which ends up in Rudy Giuliani's hands, which ends up being all over TV. I don't care about him smoking crack. I don't care about the meth. I don't care care about overage girls i care about corruption and underage girls so that that's a pretty quick catch-up of his dealings and he was doing a lot of dealings in ukraine and there's clips of his father knowingly you know he knew this was going on million dollar deals and daddy always made a cut of these deals yeah, one thing I wanted to uh, chime in with, because it's a spicy detail and it's not a pleasant one, uh, Hunter Biden regularly uploaded to Pornhub, and it, if I remember correctly, if memory serves right, he had uploaded his his actual incest pornography to Pornhub. Solid move. He's a classy guy, married his, uh, his dead brother's widow, with, with whom uh, they had children and... It's just, it's just, he's a greasy fucking guy to be rather the, straightforward about it. And the other disgusting part of this is the cover up. 
It's the not being a New York Post not being allowed on Twitter to cover this being uh, suspended for 16 days. Uh, I think it was Ted Cruz had to drag Jack Dorsey out of an opium den, one of the few that was left to grill him on in Congress. It's like it's not getting anywhere, but this doesn't look good. And no one's asking Joe Biden. They're asking what ice cream you like. Yeah. And they're just pretending that none of this even happened. I think now the official case is that this is fake news. Uh, they're basically asserting that all of the Hunter Biden stuff uh, is similar to Christopher Steele's dossier, that it, it's all oh, it's fabricated. Russian, yeah. Russian disinformation. But there is a federal case against the Bidens that has been proven. Uh, the guy that was on Tucker was interviewed. He's a former military officer himself. He's interviewed for eight hours, and he was told it's an active, open investigation against the Biden family and their dealings overseas. So it's real. And yet he can be elected president while being investigated? Yeah, it sounds familiar, right? Doesn't they tried it? to play that trick with Trump, but how easily they hide it now. Yep. Well, now that they own the media too, those stories just don't run. Um, so what article did you want to start with? There's a lot of them, man, because as you were bringing, as you were talking about it and giving us a, sum, a summary, I was just running through bringing it up real quick. I figured that way, uh, as you're telling them the story, I can back you up with the articles to show, no, this isn't bullshit. Look at this. These are all documents, like documented articles. I mean, if any of this was fake, there would be defamation lawsuits. They're accusing this man of underage incest. There's no way he's not going to pursue a lawsuit if he can, and apparently he can't. So draw your own conclusions, folks. A big point is, just like with uh, Glenn Greenwald said this about WikiLeaks and Edward Snowden, because the only way you're going to know is if you publish. And this was when he was at The Intercept, and now he's resigned from The Intercept because they wouldn't run a Hunter Biden story. He says, you publish a story, if they don't deny it, you know it's true. They yeah. have not denied this story. They have denied nothing. Well, any I mean, sane person, any sane person would be like, "That's bullshit." What the fuck are you talking about? That never happened. The, the, Sources that you use. They they've said there's no controversy that it doesn't exist. Like full on gaslighting that there's no controversy, and then if there is controversy, it's Russian intelligence probably being involved. It, like they don't address anything uh, directly. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, right. Okay, my mistake. Okay, so the other important thing about the Hunter Biden story, and I, I find this to be a uh, kind of a dark turn. Uh, well, an already dark turn, but the implications are dark, darker than the subject matter we briefly touched on earlier involving Hunter Biden. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Now, before I bring this up, there is a, a clip, I think last year, and Biden, everyone had their fun calling him a, a serial sniffer and a, and a cuddler run amok, I think is what Tucker had called him. But he basically said that it, it, Eskimo kisses are not sexual assault. We're sorry, we blurred that distinction. We don't want, he, he tried to spin it. And I like Tucker a little bit, but he directly tried to spin all of the uh, criticism about Biden being a creep towards children as he's just an affectionate old man. You know, I've seen those clips, Tucker. Uh, do you willing to put your money where your mouth is and let Biden babysit your kids? I doubt it. Um, dude is a creep and anybody with two fucking brain cells can tell, tell you that. But he was on TV saying, this is just the left trying to keep us from being able to hug our family. That was his argument. 
That was legit. And then he came up and he's like, we apologize. He kissed the fucking ring. And then imagine my shock, right? This story comes up about, and this is what I found so troubling. Uh, Tucker, I'll bring the clip up. Maybe we can let him speak for himself, eh? Uh, Tucker had let, a piece let, of parcel. Let's go, in, well, let's, go in, let's go in order with the first the documents that were gone. And then the next one, when he finds the documents, is when he says this stuff about Hunter. Exactly. You're reading my mind. Great minds think alike, my dude. Uh, here we have this clip with Tucker Carlson uh, talking about damning Hunter Biden documents suddenly vanishing. Let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, that we don't have time to get to listen. on the air, but there's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about. So on Monday of this week, we received a, from a source a collection of confidential documents related to the Biden family. We believe those documents are authentic, they're real, and they're damning. At the time we received them, our, my executive producer, Justin Wells, and I were in Los Angeles preparing to interview Tony Bobolinsky about the Biden's business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries. So we texted a producer in New York, and we asked him to send those documents to us in L.A., and he did that. So Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem. But the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now, to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state noticed that our package was open and empty. Apparently, it had been opened. So the company's security team interviewed every one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous sorting facility. They used pictures of what we had sent so that searchers would know what to look for. They went far and beyond, but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. As of tonight, the company has no idea and no working theory even about what happened to this trove of materials, documents that are directly relevant to the presidential campaign just six days from now. We spoke to executives at that company a few hours ago. They seemed baffled and deeply bothered by this. And so are we. So that was the first clip. That was uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, well, it uh, speaks for itself. Now, uh, where would things go? You might ask yourself. You bring up the following clip. It's very per There's always a lot perplexing uh, that have time to get to it sense of something, something and it would be opened. Yes, that's the important part. Thing the people at UPS had to have known what was in that package. There's always a There's lot. Sake. People, somebody there had to have known what was in that package and how to locate said package. This is a huge privacy issue. And of course, this is another thing that'll get, just get swept up. Here's Tucker Carlson sweeping it up. Going on. It, it was definitely opened, copied, and give, given to the highest payer, which is probably someone within the Biden campaign. Bingo. That information was, was uh, copied and then probably sold off for a fair sum. Tucker has his own copies, but it's just the whole point of the whole thing. Yeah. I love UPS's excuse. Yeah, right. I don't know that I'll ever feel safe using UPS again. This is a huge thing for me. Um, but what, can, what can Brown do for you? What can Brown? That's the question that people keep asking uh, as the years go by. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and let this play out. It's only two minutes. I don't have time to get to on the air, but there's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about. Uh, just a second, folks. So I have the uh, same video we just watched. Wait just a second, we'll get this going. So now that it had come back, he, Tucker has decided that it is no longer time to talk about Hunter Biden anymore. That uh, he is a broken man. He was he's defeated. And documents reappear. Documents reappear. This is where he gets into friends with Hunter Biden and that whole that whole story. Reappear. Sorry about that, folks. Um, let me just just a second here. It's it's funny. I can find a lot of like nonstop clips of the first video, but not the second one. Here we go. There's always a lot. Here it is. Here it is going on uh, that we don't have time to get to on the air but there's something specific going on behind the scenes right now that we did feel we should tell you about so on monday of this week we received a from a source a collection of confidential documents related to the biden we'll bring that up zero we believe those documents are authentic they're real and they're damning at the time we received them our my executive producer justin wells and i were in los angeles preparing to interview tony bobolinsky about the biden's business dealings in china ukraine and other countries so we texted a producer in new york and we asked him to send those documents to us in la and he did that uh there might be uh let me turn down my volume on the tv and that should help so Monday afternoon of this week, he shipped those documents overnight to California with a large national carrier, a brand name company that we've used, you've used countless times with never a single problem. But the Biden documents never arrived in Los Angeles. Tuesday morning, we received word from the shipping company that our package had been opened and the contents were missing. The documents had disappeared. Now, to its credit, the company took this very seriously and immediately began a search. They traced the envelope from the moment our producers dropped it off in Manhattan on Monday all the way to 3.44 a.m. yesterday morning. That's when an employee at a sorting facility in another state noticed that our package was open and empty. Apparently it had been opened. So the company's security team interviewed every one of its employees who touched the envelope we sent. They searched the plane and the trucks that carried it. They went through the office in New York where our producer dropped that package off. They combed the entire cavernous sorting facility. They used pictures of what we had sent so that searchers would know what to look for. They went far and beyond, but they found nothing. Those documents have vanished. As of tonight, the company has no idea and no working theory even about- So I, I have to apologize because I, I, I played through the first clip and I knew it sounded familiar. Uh, have vanished. Eventually, it should roll into the next clip here. DMs in Discord. Thank you, thank you for fuck's sake. See what happened? Must have happened as I double clicked the uh, the copy earlier. All right, here it is. Blame the tech squad, folks. Last night we told you about a pretty weird experience we here had. Here it is. On Monday, one of our producers in New York overnighted a package to our executive producer Justin Wells and to me in Los Angeles. We were there preparing for an interview with a former Biden family business partner called Tony Bobolinsky. Somewhere along the way, the contents of that package disappeared. Inside it was a flash drive that contained primary documents pertaining to the Biden family. We should tell you those documents did not come from Tony Bobolinsky, and of course, we made a copy of those files before we sent them because we're careful. We get a lot of documents from a lot of different sources all the time, but that's especially true in election years. And before we put them on the air, we have to determine first whether they're real, these were real, whether they're newsworthy, and whether it's legal to show them. We wanted to assess what we had, and we're still assessing it. But the point is the package never arrived. Proprietary reporting on the Biden family, documents sent between journalists by supposedly secure overnight mail, disappeared. And they vanished on the same day we were conducting a heavily publicized interview based in part on documents from the Biden family. 
So as you can imagine, we wanted to know what happened. Unfortunately, we still don't know what happened. This morning, UPS issued a press release announcing they had found our flash drive and then boasting about their customer service. Quote, UPS will always focus first on our customers and will never stop working to solve issues, which is fine. UPS is a reliable company. They rarely lose anything. We agree with that. That's why we use them in the first place. That's and if they murder. lost our Biden documents, how? UPS won't tell us how. We spent a lot of the day talking to executives there. They claimed that the flash drive was found on Monday night by an hourly employee at the UPS building on 43rd Street in Manhattan. They suggested it might have been sitting on the floor there. They couldn't prove that because, remarkably, in a room where millions of high-value packages are handled, there are no security cameras. That's what they told us. UPS says the employee who found our flash drive simply dropped it on top of a supervisor's desk. Our documents sat there undiscovered for more than 24 hours until we announced on television that they were missing. That's their story. Obviously, we had some questions about it, but UPS executives did not answer our questions. Quote, there are no more details. Security is returning it. Apologies again that we were unable to deliver it next day at the service level you requested. Our exchanges went on like this for hours. And the main question we had never changed. How did our flash drive get separated from the package that we sent it in? That seemed like something worth knowing. The envelope was securely sealed. We know that. Two witnesses saw our producer seal it, and UPS does not dispute that. Was the package torn open accidentally by a machine? That seems unlikely. UPS says that almost never happens. So we're left with the obvious explanation. Someone, for some reason, opened our package and removed a flash drive containing documents that were damaging to the Biden family. We'd love to know who would do that and why. It would be helpful to see the envelope itself, but UPS says we can't see it because they threw it away. So here we are. We got our flash drive back today, and that's great. What we'd really like are some answers. And speaking of answers, it occurs as reading this that we mentioned the documents that we get from a lot of people. And we've received an awful lot of documents recently about Hunter Biden. We haven't aired all of them. In fact, many we have not aired. The ones that are pertinent to his business career abroad, favors he did on behalf of foreign clients with the help of his father, that seems relevant. And it seems like news. And we brought it to you, and we have, we're not ashamed of that. But there are a lot of documents about Hunter Biden's personal life that we haven't brought to you, and we're not going to. And we should tell you why. One is the obvious answer. He's not running for president. And so to the extent those documents pertain to his dad, of course. But Hunter Biden is a fallen man at this point. And I should also say that I knew Hunter Biden fairly well. We lived near each other in Washington for quite some time. I knew his wife, who was an absolutely outstanding person, a good person. I never thought Hunter Biden was a bad person. I thought he had demons, but in the time I knew him, he kept them mostly under control. At some point, he lost control of those demons, and the world knows that now. He's now humiliated and alone. It's probably too strong to say we feel sorry for Hunter Biden, but the point is, pounding on a man, jumping on, piling on, when he's already down, is something that we don't want to be involved in. So with that. Oh, it makes sense why he's not covering it so much, eh? Oh, we used to be friends. I knew this guy. But I wanted to bring up this other yeah. clip, too, because some of you guys might not, not... You'd be like, no, Tucker doesn't cuck. No, here, let me let me bring this shit up here. No, I'm, I, I, I don't want to watch all of the clip, clearly. Good evening. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. We want to begin tonight's show with an apology. Apologies aren't something you often hear on cable news on this or any other show, but we're offering okay, then, anyway. you know, a bunch no, of no, eloquence, but what you need to head. see is I felt him get the left PC hell because that's when he, t- he spins it. That's the, the particular moment. Man, apologize for not understanding selfie culture. Here it is. It used to be obvious. It's not obvious anymore. And so we're sorry. And for right here is not sexual assault. Eskimo kiss. What we apologize now for not saying is that hugging is not sexual assault. Eskimo kisses aren't rape. That used to be obvious. It's not obvious anymore. And so we're sorry for helping to blur the distinction between human affection and coercive immoral behavior. The last thing this country needs is more aggrieved people who think they've been assaulted because a senior citizen hugged them wrong. And so we apologize for adding to that nonsense. We apologize. We're sorry. We're sorry for saying he's a fucking creep. He's sniffing her hair. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you live stream you bringing the Bidens over for dinner, huh? See how how uncomfortably close he gets with your daughter, eh, Tucker? 
Jeff, Jeff Sessions knew. Yeah, swatted his ass away. Get the try that again. I think he said. Let's see if I. I mean, there's 30 minute compilation compilations of this guy doing just the grossest shit to kids, and you're gonna come up with Eskimo kisses? It's just disrespectful. Yeah, it's unbelievable. This fucking guy is gonna come in long- here on on national television and say, "Ah, oh, well, you know." nothing to see here folks he's just giving her eskimo kisses no no he was being an absolute creep and we all saw it oh, get your really, hands, get your hands really away fucking hate it. just look at him the way he, look at here i'll even remove the filter so you can see a little better just look at the way he's eyeballing that kid the look on his face he he's ready to to make a move you know it's it's not the look of of a nice old man as, as Tucker would have you know, so you know I do think Tucker is a decent is decent at uh, presentation. His show is well done, but I I can't trust him as far as I could shit myself if I had to shit myself. So that, think, that having been said, was, I think there was one. I mean, some of these people defend these fuckers, which I don't understand. Um, you yeah, you don't have to co- like cover for these people. You can absolutely come out and say, you know what, this guy's a creep. It's not a crime. It's. I mean, even the the uh, Coons girl, who supposedly is on the laptop. I mean, the father comes out and says, "Oh no, he was just you know giving a hug." And it's like, no, like there was breast grabbing. I mean, it got disgusting. He was whispering words of encouragement to her. Words of encouragement. Encouragement to do what, Biden? Encouragement to do what? That's more to the question. I'm sure there's a lot of encouragement. So, I was trying to find this one video. Uh, if I could, if I could send it to you, if you don't mind, yeah, go go right ahead. Uh, this is only an eight second clip. This is Biden saying there is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. Controversy continues today about Hunter Biden, your son's. Uh, there is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. It's a flat lie. Questions are all fake news. All the Russians. What a shame. What a shame. The Russians still hacking our election. I didn't realize that they were able to control American democracy so well. Yeah, and it's just so gross that they know it's not true and they keep just trouting it out. Now, you'll just skip ahead to the point where you start seeing the compilation. Okay. Yeah, there there we go. Joe Biden being Joe Biden. Yes. I'll do what he's unable to do. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international suffered to pressure, true and international suffered to pressure, true and international suffered to pressure. Think about it. It's deceptively edited, man. They had it repeat. That means none of it happened. You know the thing. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, if you could take care you were a quartermaster. So these are fake, though. You can sure in health take care of running a you know department store uh, thing you know where in the second. I don't know if he would understand a you know fake I mean? though. The only one that have that capacity to do it. If that's raining outside, come on in, guys. I don't want anybody out there. Are you guys in the rain? Or is that not rain? I thought, okay, I thought that was rain. It is? You guys can come on in. Don't stay out there. But look. And they've watched, and the more of that Barack, the more of that, excuse me, Donald Trump is out. They invaded another country and annexed a significant 
portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was President, my boss, to the presidency. You're the ones that sent Barack sorry, Obama to the presidency. Oh, you're good. You're good. And I'm I have a simple in. proposition. I think we've made our point. Just everybody knows, Joe Biden signed multiple crime bills, uh, including like the Domestic Terrorist Act, which was before the OKC bombing, uh, which ended up being the framework for the Patriot Act, which ended up, uh, amongst other things, in one, some of these acts being large incarceration of the minorities they love so much. So it's all a facade, and none of this is real anyways. To me, yeah. it's a selection, but we're having fun with it. We're having a selection night. We wanted to do it, uh, but none of what these guys are saying. This guy doesn't know what he's saying. He really can't remember 30 seconds from the past. Yeah, and yet we're supposed to think that you know he, he fact-checked everything. There's no controversy at all about him. It's just gross that they, it's offensive that they would run him out as a candidate. It really is. Like, it shows the contempt that they hold for, uh, at large. So, this is the updated, the more recent, uh, election results. So you can get better. And here it is, folks. Election 2020. So we have Joe Biden at 85 electoral votes, Donald Trump at 61. These are all projected, of course. Texas reporting in at 47%. Joe Biden with 50.1% of the votes. Texas, it's turning blue. It's over, folks. Democratic tyranny for the rest of time. But it's okay because they're called democracy. And that's, you know, democracy. Now, if it's, you know, 89% or 80% do they add that into the electoral or do they wait till... So I, I don't know how exactly it works because Florida is 29 points. Yeah, and Donald Trump is sitting at 50.8% of the vote with 88%. So who can say? Who can say? But, you know, right now, Joe Biden sitting at, he doesn't have the popular vote. Damn, if only we got rid of that electoral college. I just want to see people's, I just want to see people melt down. That's exactly it. I, I care very little about all of this because I don't believe it's genuine. I believe all bullshit to, just to work the the masses up against each other to prevent them from going after the people in charge like it's clearly just to get the victims of the of the tyrannical oppression to fight amongst each other instead of going after the people in charge i think it's very clear and the, the only uh smart vote is to not play into their game you know the only wise strategy is to not play at all uh and I, I hate to say that because i like to believe in a world where the community really does take care of itself but no matter what side you pick you're still getting fucked over it time and time again they'll find some sort of excuse oh well well you're in a republican state but you're in a democratic city oh well you're in a democratic city but you're in a republican state like it's it, it they're always fucking you with a two-party system that works together actively to undermine the population like never forget chat these guys uh fucked around the first uh the first responders for 9-11 on covering their health coverage and i don't think a single american out of the millions hundreds of millions of people here i don't think you would find more than maybe a thousand people that would go not nah, fuck them they can pay it for it themselves people would unanimously go no pay for their fucking health that that was a situation where they absolutely deserve a paycheck dicked them around for 20 years the both republicans and democrats but you know what they could get through almost unanimously like without any fucking argument no amending whatsoever pass that through real quick uh aid to israel aid to any other country they can push that shit through in a heartbeat but when it comes to us being out of work because of them us being forced to starve 
and not be able to pay our rent because they put in laws that made it so we can't do anything with our lives, right? And then they dick us around and don't even pay us for several months. Uh, just, I don't know how else to put it. Like, these guys are not on our side. They might, quote, represent us, but even if one of these guys in charge were decent and had all of the intention to help us, they never would have the power to do so because there are so many, like, cogs in the system that hold their hands back. The whole system is fucked. And you, and you see the censorship is, is really where it's at. I think it was last night they, uh, they, they, they not suspended, but they made sure a Trump tweet couldn't get through. It's like one of those, like you had to go through the red tape to read his tweet. The night before the election, the president, you can't read his tweet. Uh, two weeks before the election, you can't read the New York Post article. I mean, it's just it's never ending what they're capable of and you know what a pile of bricks in every single city I, you know i think it's uh i think we know what we're headed for what, what really grinds my gears are these anarchists and communists out there that say they're for the people and are against faceless conglomerates and corporations are only too happy to shill for these corporate uh, corporate conglomerates and tech companies and all these fucking corporations fucking over the population, the communities that they pretend to care about so much. They will side with them when it comes to owning somebody they think is a fascist or a neo-Nazi or even one of their own people because they get caught up in it a lot too. They, they often become a, a victim of their own machinations which is poetic but these uh it, it's infuriating that the same people who will say we care about the people we just want to stop these big businesses from fucking over the population and i couldn't agree with that them more on that right and then they will only too quick sell themselves out they don't they so much uh display the value they hold their their own values at when they're willing to just go, well, you know, but we got to vote blue. We, we got to show for Biden, though, right? Like, because he's going to help us. They're not our fucking friends. They're not your friends either. They're not our friends. They're, they're, they're against all of us. And any time where they can get people to send money. This guy was, uh, I saw an article about how Biden made a record amount of money, which is funny because Biden made hundreds of millions. I'm not Biden, uh, Bernie millions of dollars from the population that he said he wanted to help by the way but these assholes get out and they beg for fucking money during a an economic crisis that they started and very likely facilitated it, it's but hey all of these people that are critical of trump you know they really care about the population that what they care about because it's it's like football it's just blind uh what's the word i'm looking for like civic pride basically uh, maybe no politician the right cares. No politician cares about anybody. No. It's about getting to that level of power and staying at that level of power. And they all say whatever bullshit they can in order to trick the masses. And everyone seemed to have forgotten about that. Everyone goes, well, Trump says all these things about, you know, uh, how abortion is bad. And uh, we'll, we'll say Merry Christmas this year. And then on the Democratic side, they go, well, we really care about you because we acknowledge police brutality and that Trump is bad. And then that's just supposed to be good enough for us to see through the fact that uh, that they don't believe in any of this shit. It's all about a pursuit to attain as much power as they can so they can sell off secrets or, or obtain such an, a, a ginormous amount of fucking income and capital for themselves that they and their families can live these outrageously lavish lifestyles that they quite frankly don't deserve. They definitely don't deserve them. And 
while they sit behind their uh, gated communities and talk down to every single person and act like they care about those people. Think of someone like a Pelosi or a... uh, What's the crackhead black chick's name that's out of California? We're talking about Maxine Waters. Maxine yeah, Waters. He's awful. All these all these people, all their districts are are just extremely shit. And they just act like they care about the people. And now we have bed with them, Twitter censoring everything. But it's not so sorry, go ahead. I, I sent you the link of the uh the Trump tweet that was uh suspended but it wasn't only that it was every article about Hunter biden yeah yeah it's a whole cover-up remember the cover-up is worse than the crime that's what they said nobody is above the law remember during the mueller investigation they kept beating that drum they said it as like a soundbite nobody is above the law except the bidens apparently uh but yeah trump censors our twitter uh, censors trump's tweet knocking supreme or uh, PA vote, uh, Facebook also cracks down. So now all of these people, and again, these the, the same people that will tell you that, you know, oh my God, these corporations are going to fuck us over are, are actively cheering as these corporations are silencing people in like a neo version of the Soviet Union. It's, it's startling and frightening how much everyone, it seems the majority of people just turned out to be absolute sheep that can't think for them fucking selves. It's all coordinated. Um, and I think you got the clip of Liz Harrington on CNN when she went on and was talking about this. Yeah, I, I do have then, that queued up as well. Yes. And then we can play Ted Cruz just absolutely grilling fucking wherever rock Jack Dorsey came out from on there. Holy shit. God, yeah, he looks rough for wear. That's for sure. I don't the like Rudolph that Giuliani, that is the president's personal lawyer. Sorry, it auto-played. I forgot to unmute it after I, before I closed out. Was, quote, being used to feed... All right, so this is Liz Harrington uh, on CNN talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. President's personal lawyer was, quote, being used to feed Russian misinformation to the president. Um, Giuliani met in December with somebody who the United States government believes is a Russian agent. You know who I'm talking about, a Ukrainian parliamentarian by the name of Andrei Dekach. Um, are you comfortable with the president of the United States being close to a person like Rudy Giuliani, who says also that he is not bothered whether any of the information comes from, um, from Russian hacking. What does that say? Are you comfortable that CNN used Russian disinformation from a Russian asset to leak it to subvert the peaceful transfer of power? The reporting oh, on the Liz, dossier, Liz, which was yep, complete Liz. verified Russian disinformation. Yep. Is it not? Is it not? Liz. Let's just get back to the story. Was the dossier no, real? No, was the dossier yeah, real? No. Oh, Can it's very relevant the because everything story? the Democrats accused oh. us of doing oh. is what they themselves did. We have, no, Rudy Giuliani is not a Russian tried. asset. We, We've heard this smear very well you, before. It's the We've United States government again. who said it, not me and not CNN. Thought the United States government. The FBI, the FBI. Okay, you know what also the United States government says? The FBI says this laptop is not Russian disinformation. So what are you talking about here? This laptop is real. It's not just the laptop. There's other emails. There's text messages. They are real. So okay. according to the Guess U.S. What? government, the I know FBI that has to verified everybody to look at that. But that's not what we're hearing from Why the FBI. Why don't we want to report but this? What? This is the, one of the what? most powerful no, because families Liz, in Washington. Liz, the Liz. Biden family. And you're OK. You're OK with our interest being sold out to profit uh, Joe Biden and his family when when we're suffering during a pandemic from communist yes, China. He's doing shady business absolutely. deals Liz, with as communist you know China. You're well, comfortable. OK. As, as you know perfectly well, I'm a journalist and a reporter and I follow the facts. Oh, yeah. And there has never been any issues in terms of corruption. Now, let me. 
me ask you this. There's no- Yesterday- Let- Stop the car. We'll stop the fucking car right there. Are you cut this this chick is calling Joe Biden a liar. Davey, do you think Joe Biden has ever uttered a, a lie in his life? I think it's why he had the drop out of two, maybe three presidential elections. One was plagiarism. One was racism. And I think one was just outright lying too much. He's never told a lie. He's just like George Washington, folks. Never told this, a lie. This Amanan poor or whatever fuck her name is. Just straight up lies. The FBI, the FBI and the DOJ came out and said that that laptop has nothing to do with Russia. Yeah, their own fucking, their own assets said it. So uh, they're full of shit. Ah, uh, wouldn't you know it? This video's gone now. Oh yeah, they're purging. They're purging a lot of stuff. Okay, I found it here. Someone where he talks about firing him. Yep. Uh, too great. And I was going, supposed to announce that. This is what honest politicians do, chat. Listen to what he's talking about. I'll crank the volume as high as it can go. Billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to press conference, said, no, nah. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Somebody that was a friend of friend to us. They decided yeah. to to fire the person investigating my son and they put somebody in charge. And you know what I used to do? It your tax dollars. I leveraged your tax dollars to help get my son off the hook. It's unbelievable. Text, textbook corruption. It, it's not it couldn't be more clear than this, but this person's a journalist, right? Let's bring it back to uh I've never heard of this person before, and I don't think we ever will again. This person's person's career is done. Uh, let's go ahead and let her speak for when herself. When we're suffering during a pandemic from communist yes, China, he's doing shady business deals Liz, with as communist you know China, you're well, comfortable, okay? As, as you know perfectly well, I'm a journalist and a reporter and I follow the facts. And there has never been any issues yes, in terms this. of corruption. Now, let me ask. So there it is. She's a journalist and there is no evidence of corruption. So she's calling Joe Biden a liar. Joe Biden just said that he was a corrupt politician in front of God and everybody he bragged about it because he's such a big shot. That's why he bragged about it. It's like, I'm such a fucking big shot. Like, look at me wave my political dick around. But so either he was lying then or he's lying now when he's saying that it didn't happen. In either case, he's a liar and, a, and probably he, a child he molester. Knew, he knew after the second uh, term of Obama that he was going to be the front runner. Yeah. And no matter what, that's what was going to happen. And right before we go to break, we will give you the latest results. Uh, just electorally, it's 85 Joe Biden, 72 Donald Trump. Ooh. But we have a tight one. It's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a crazy night. Everybody's going to, and what I'm more interested in is seeing everybody on Twitter collectively lose their shit all night. That's going to be fun. You guys can see it. I mean, I got. Uh, 85 to 72, Joe Biden winning. When I think of a winner, I, I certainly think of Joe Biden. All right, and with that, I wanted to share this with you real quick. Did not. All right, just a second here. Chat. What it? What is wild pulling up? This is a video of Joe Biden. Uh, misremembering 
who, uh, let's just go ahead and play it. Audition of my grand, two of my granddaughters. This is my son, Bo Biden, who a lot of you helped elect to the Senate in Delaware. This is my, my granddaughter, Natalie. This is Bo's daughter, and we're out campaigning together. This is Bo Biden. This is my dead son. Fucking yikes, man. Ugh. Oh, Old just family. Just, just the fact that Hunter fucked the widow. It, it's just the whole thing just speaks to a shadiness and a level of we can do whatever we want that basically perfect for Washington. Yeah, he really fits in. Like, I'm surprised Hunter wasn't being groomed to be president. I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he was. Shit, I shouldn't joke about that because they'll probably try to push him through anyway. Anything's possible at this point. It, it really. So, uh, I might have to, to uh, stall for a few minutes because for some reason, it, my uh, intermission that I made is not working. I could, is there a way I could bring it up just in the browser? Uh, you could read some super chats by you saw. I am Alan. Yeah, you know, that actually works. Bring it up to the regular overlay while that loads up. So, before we started the show, we had some new members. Uh, uh, here we go. I'll just bring it over so I can lean into the mic. You guys can actually hear me when I speak. Uh, Xanderson, new member. Thank you very much. Uh, just, just ain't that way. Just K today, 001. Uh, eyes to see with a renewal. Uh, Andy's random edits. Uh, those are the new memberships. Thank you. Uh, Metal Army with a dollar through Super Chat. Radio Ruin with a dollar ninety nine. Voting is for uh, Queers. I kind of agree with you there. Nick Ford with five bucks. Uh, Chatbot. Well, Chatbot is uh, a midnight show exclusive entry. Uh, but thank you anyway. And and then uh, Nick Ford with five bucks. What's your opinion on the Libertarian Party? I'm hoping for five percent so they can debate. That would be really great. Um, if nothing else, for the then for the entertainment value, the, the Libertarian Party tends to bring out a lot of weirdos. And as much as I would like to see some success in the Libertarian Party, uh, it's not very realistic. But I would really, uh, I don't know, I'd like to see it happen. I appreciate the donation, but how much of comic Dave Smith do I have to see? No, who was their guy uh, in 2016? It was uh, Johnson. I remember they gave him shit because he didn't know where Aleppo was. Dude, I don't know where fucking Aleppo yeah. was, man. I, I, I gotta act like I'm some sort of big-brained individual that knows the entire globe. Aleppo. Well, they used to have a guy... They used to have a guy, a good guy, named Ron Paul, and then... You know, the rest, as they say, up. is history. Yeah. And then uh, we had $1.99 from Radio Ruin. Uh, Black Lives Matter equals Biden likes minors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair... Uh, that'd be a good sign, by the way. I don't know if anybody's going out tonight, and I disavow, by the way. But if you do, that, that would make a good sign. Uh, Gamma Catch with 10 bucks through Super Chat. If Wild is a fox and Davy is a crocodile, Croco loses the Great Minds comparison. However, Croco looks like a Sopranos character and Wild looks like he belongs on Parks and Rec. Complicated di dichotomy. That's an interesting analysis. I can, it's a tray. I can see myself as a discount Parks and Rec character. That's actually too true. That's too true. Too I mean, Chris Pratt made it from that character to what he is now, so... Everybody loves a goofball. Well, maybe not everybody. Some people really hate goofballs. There yeah, was a, there was fuck. a joke to be made there, but uh, I, I go when slide. Sorry. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> For sure, man. For sure. So uh, it's still processing, but it shouldn't be that much longer. Uh, what I will do. Did you ever see the video of Bait Alaska needing milk? 
have but it never gets old it never gets old all right that's that's the perfect answer so go ahead and that's not the the precise one i was looking for uh he sprayed himself right that's what i found out recently yeah here's that i think it's right around here the march in charlottesville it should be in this video him yelling at old women say acting like a schizo good stuff Good stuff. Is he fucking like meth chicks in the back of an RV right now? Like, what is going on? Oh man! So he's like getting into all sorts of fights with people. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, not very optical. I'll say that much. Hell is this clip? See, I, I I got everything all backwards, and I don't have the right clip. That's all right. What we will do, chat. We'll move on. I'll read this uh, super chat here, and we'll we'll just kind of uh, move on watch something briefly we'll come back around to this intermission because i don't know how long it's going to take to process where i had i uploaded that before i called you on discord oh well what can you do and then we had uh, 499 from radio ruin now i want biden to win so that black lives matter uh that the black lives matter shirt stays relevant yeah you can definitely reuse that for any sort of situation so from here let's go ahead and talk about uh election hacking florida man hacking the election i didn't realize it was so easy that florida man could do it yeah, there's uh, a lot of stories coming around about hacking. Um, Naples man and is just accused our election of hacking a voter database general. and targeting some pretty big names, including Governor Ron DeSantis. Let's Brian go right over to Janine Sandwich. Uh, in the news. Struggling to keep up. Hey, you're good. There's just a lot of stories coming out about this. And, you know, everyone says we're the best country in the world, but this has to be either on purpose or we're just terrible and can't handle, you know, not being uh hacked every single time there's always something and it seems like any just random person can completely throw a wrench into the system just by walking into it on accident so i'll go ahead and let this play real quick it's about a minute long uh just florida hacker uh accessed voter info for desantis lebron and more is accused of hacking a voter database and targeting some pretty big names, including Governor Ron DeSantis. Let's get right over to Janine Sandwich. She's in the newsroom to break this down for us. Yeah, this one's kind of strange. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement says a 20-year-old named Anthony Guevara changed Governor DeSantis' home address in the system. Officials say the change was discovered Monday when the governor went to early vote. Well, the Leon County Elections Office was able to locate the IP address being used to get into the system and that's how agents were able to track him down. Guevara, by the way, was arrested last night at his home after a search warrant. Now, FDLE agents say he also accessed the voter registrations of Senator Rick Scott, LeBron James, Michael Jordan even. But officials say he did not make any changes to those. <laughs> Guevara was charged with unauthorized access of a computer and altering voter registration without consent. Right now, he's being held on a $5,000 bond. You write the N-word on LeBron's gate because they're still looking for that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see why we can't just let him take the rap for that, too. Very elusive, this guy. Been at it for years. Sam Hyde of hate crimes. <laughs> so we also have dozens of ballots destroyed in Boston after arsonist sets ballot box on fire. We have a, a white male, a, a, a dark white male, uh, setting fire to the ballot box. 
Boston man arrested in connection with the burning of a ballot box in the Back Bay over the weekend. Uh, Worldly Armand, I, I love that name, is set to be arraigned Monday in Boston on the charge of willful and malicious burning. Funny, that's- this has been the year they've talked about Alan Ballots, Sarah Silverman's tits, naked ballots. Oh, yeah. They've never talked more about filling out a ballot and how to fill it out right than this year. Everywhere you turn, people are burning them, taking crates of them out of places, throwing them into dumpsters. Nothing matters. Yeah, and the system is so delicate, right? We're supposed to hold it sacred, but here we have a poll watcher in Philly that is uh, wrongfully prevented from entering the polling place. He's a, an official watcher. They won't let him in. Maybe it's because he's not wearing a mask. Who knows? We can go ahead and watch the poll watcher. No. That's why I told you, call the police. Do it. If you legal, call the I have a citywide watcher certificate. No, it's not for this location. To do his uh, civil duty. The whole thing, if it's so sacred that we need to hold it close to our hearts, that it, it, and it can also be destroyed by a couple of uh, angry, bad Samaritans, bad actors, then how are we supposed to hold so much faith into it? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm asking these questions, but I also don't believe the whole thing is, is real. I don't even think they count the votes. I don't believe in anything to do with the voting system. And everyone always looks at me like I'm wacko. And I'm like, look at our country. Like, how can we not do it through a smartphone or like just a very secure way of knowing that this vote counts other than every single state having a different way to fill it out? Very confusing. You have to explain it to people. It should be very easy. There's only two parties. Shouldn't be that complicated. Everything's made so needlessly convoluted that they can put their little con men in at every little middle point in order to like suck more money out of the working class. At this whole system, the police, everything, it's all about generating tax revenue. It's not about protecting your rights. It's not about what's best for your community. No matter what side you pick, none of these people are on your side. And the whole thing is just de- designed to suck more money out of your pockets. The money that you work way too fucking hard for, by the way. Need I, need I remind you that these assholes have an easy job where they sit in a fucking air-conditioned room and refuse to sign bills all day. Meanwhile, everyone else has to have a regular-ass job where, you know, it can be rather unpleasant sometimes, and we're supposed to think that they're some sort of savior. That they're some sort of uh, God-given savior from on high. The truth is that not only are they no better than the rest of us, they're in fact much worse. These people, because maybe it's the system that corrupts them, or maybe it's the, the job itself that attracts people like this. But none of these people are good or virtuous, despite saying all of the things. Oh, he said thing I like. That mean he good. That's I mean, shit, fuck all of these people. And although I do find Trump more favorable, I could stand four more years of Trump. I don't know about four years of Biden, man. I'm, I'm going to have to make myself a, a Biden American. And by that, I mean lobotomizing myself. I feel like that's the only way I can blend in. 119 to 92 Biden. 
that's the thing they want they want the chaos the media the powers that be they want the people to be so outraged and pissed off that they start demonstrating in the streets so they can then go oh look at these evil people we need to crack down on them that's that's what's waiting for us folks and that's why i do think biden is going to win i i called that a, a couple of weeks ago or maybe a couple of months ago just because it's going that's going to cause more division if trump would cause more division then trump would win i think it's as simple as that what are your predictions david who do you think is going to win who do you think is going to be chosen uh it's either going to be a outstanding comeback from trump and these are all projections from states with percentages that aren't in uh my guess was they were going to keep trump in because of the vaccination but they like to switch things up on people. Um, and Biden isn't who everyone thinks he's going to be. Like, he's not AOC Green New Deal. He's a puppet that's probably going to get killed within a year. It's going to be Kamala Harris and whoever she picks. President Supercop. Ugh. All right. So I got this intermission. We're going, going to take a short break and we will be back in roughly. Uh, how, uh, how long is the break here? Six minutes. All right. All right, so we'll be back shortly. Chat. Uh, Davey, how you doing? How was your break? Uh, powdered my nose, uh, make sure I take care of my allergies, and said help the black children and uh, put our Streamlab link in the uh, chat. Exactly, exactly. You know, just you can imagine all of the help that those kids could need, and uh, they will be getting it from somewhere else. So uh, with that, I think we had a... Uh, Unironically, we had a few. Um, let's check in with the election turnout, the results. Election results. Davey had the uh, had the information on on Jack Posobiec got taken down. No, I, I think he's probably restarting his PC. It mentioned that he might need to go. So, with having been said, let's take a look at the election results as of right now. This is probably so as you can see joe biden at 119 donald trump at 92 this is according of course to google uh joe biden 49.8 percent of texas and uh donald trump with 48.9 percent of texas so less than a percentage in between them and this is 61 percent reporting in and that's not to mention how the mail-in ballots are going to factor into all of this so who can say for sure Things are going to be close. Yeah. It's contest- shit's contested, and there's still going to be riots. Yeah, no matter who wins, there will be angry people tonight pro- peacefully protesting for change. So, yeah, and all the bricks out that are out there. So you can't play the Don Lemon clip, as you're saying? Uh, no, I, I didn't uh, I didn't get the link. It's in the... Uh, there it is. DMs. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Here we are. CNN.com commentary raises a thought-provoking question. Should pedophiles be extended some measure of sympathy? Are we doing enough to identify (laughs) and help pedophiles before they victimize our children? Dr. James Cantor wrote that commentary. He is a psychologist and a senior scientist at the Center for Addiction and Mental Health in Toronto, and he joins us now. Doctor, thank you for joining us. 
My pleasure. I want to ask you something, and I know people are going to probably send me a lot of hate mail for this. I don't really take, I've never been one to take glee in anyone's demise. And when I saw Jerry Sandusky walk out in handcuffs, I did kind of feel a bit sorry for him, even though I know the jury found him to do some horrific things. It oh, just, it was a guilty person. That's, you that's know, fantastic. His life is over. All of these. Don, what's going on, big guy? This is beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, that probably solidified his career at CNN for the rest of his life. Oh, he did get to bring the N-word. Remember the the N-word sign he got to bring out? Yeah, I forgot about that. He has so many great moments. Uh, He's good. CNN's own little minstrel show. I I see that Mitch McConnell apparently has won his U.S. Senate re-election. Oh, according to Kentucky, or uh, according to AP and uh, NBC projection, so I think that yeah. was a grain of salt. I don't really give a fuck about it, like I just don't. I'm kind of with you on that. None of this, none of this really matters. On top of that, if news came out that Gavin Newsom died, I'd crack a smile. I'd be happy. That, that'd get a grin out of me for sure. So, oh yeah, the the coup. So. I want to I want to read a little bit of the article and then maybe we'll play the video. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Bring us up. I'll wait, I'll wait for you to bring it up and then I'll uh, read a little bit if I'm able to. Federal bureaucrat, bureaucrat women conspire to shut down White House after election in Zoom leak. A bizarre and almost unbelievable leak from Zoom chats as well as document leaks and videos uh, women and homosexuals who work for the federal government are seen planning to overthrow Trump following the election. So they're the the uh, the guys that Trump is going to win. Uh, the videos released Sunday on Sunrise Exposed show these women planning to disrupt and destabilize America after the election, going so far as to discuss plans to shut down the White House. It's a quote. It's a coup. Don't let anyone tell you it's not, one woman says during the Zoom call. Um, Sunrise Exposed is run by uh, disaffected insiders from the Sunrise Movement, which is an organized conspiracy to overthrow the elected government. In the videos, the women who are accompanied by what appear to be a few homos and Jews discuss a comprehensive plot to shut down federal buildings, including the White House. Um, the Faithian was quoted. They're going to be a war. People are going to get killed. Like, is that on anyone's mind? I'm guessing it is. We're going to see potential fighting all over the place. Whoever's got the guns can win. Let's take over the buildings. We are going to be in a crisis, but we want to be the ones that are doing the creating. So that that's where we're starting. And then you can play a little bit of the video. I, I like the next line, too. We want to make sure that we're on the offense and not the defense. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and bring up the video here. Uh, I can hear the link prepared. Got to click a few times. Let's talk about what actions and decisions are in your immediate sphere of influence as um, somebody who works in the government. I'm a management and programs analyst. I work in the national security community. I spent three and a half years um, as a contractor at DHS HQ. If you read the mainstream press, like they all have signal accounts 
text them, leak everything you can. The journalists I've dealt with have been super ethical in ways to shield me to be the source of the leaks. Groups on the outside being able to show uh, solidarity with federal workers. Making sure that we're naming what is happening as a coup. Totally agreed in the shutdown BC conversations that I've been having and that's not on the federal side. We um, also are often saying that we call it a coup. It's a coup. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. President Harry S. Truman famously said, I thought I was the president, but when it comes to these bureaucrats, I can't do a damn thing. So the bottom line with this is that we all as ordinary people um, and as federal workers have power. If masses of people engage in non-cooperation, no ruler can stay in power. Bureaucracy is a really powerful pillar. And, you know, federal workers have unparalleled familiarity with the bureaucratic process. They know how to speed things up. They know how to slow them down. They have access to critical information about policies that are being considered and implemented. They can participate in internal decision making. They can provide or deny knowledge and expertise that those those um, at the top of the bureaucratic uh, totem pole need. It ultimately comes down to individual decisions and personal choice. Deciding what to do or what not to do is a very personal decision. It's based on context. It's based on your rank, on your tolerance for risk, um, on your preparation, and frankly, where you sit in the federal uh, federal bureaucracy. And we're talking about the range of different tactics. Um, we talk about acts of of commission and acts of omission. And another act of commission, albeit highly um, you know, risky, and there are a number of um, uh, great downsides, is leaking. So leaking information about pending or actual policies with journalists, with activists, influential people on the outside. So another act of, um, uh, of commission is creating parallel structures or self-organizing units. So organizing in the office place, in the workplace. As an attorney in the federal government, um, I, I am finding the chat uh, suggestions very interesting. And I just do want to remind people that we lose our status as federal employees if we strike. And there's been a little conversation going on here, for example, about Black Lives Matter and how that is an example of a nonpartisan political statement. I guess that's been previously litigated, but whether or not you do a misdemeanor or an infraction on federal property or on public property um, really doesn't affect uh, most of the jobs uh, that you would be considered for, just just as a sideline note. Yeah, uh, okay. as an attorney, I think I'm a... We're here's highly, the, here's uh, the Jew lawyer. You know, that's one of the things we have to be careful about. I would just say this is also the importance of being in communication with and in touch with groups, civic groups, grassroots groups that are preparing people for the possibility that red lines may be crossed, um, that, you know, that the election goes sideways, you know, so everything from choose democracy to hold the line, um, to shut down, uh, we count on us. I listed a few of those um, in the slides earlier, but, you know, they're the ones who are really in the vanguard of helping people think about, uh, interpret red lines um, and think about different actions that can be taken well beyond kind of street protests and demonstrations, but kind of sustained organizing and action. What does it look like in practical terms to put, you know, uh, to slow the gears down in some ways or another? At, at, at the Department of Labor, it, it takes the form of um, several rounds of the cost benefit analysis for a new regulation. And when um, 
when the numbers were when people were cheating on the numbers, uh, a copy of that draft got leaked uh, to the Data Labor Report, and it got published, and it got sent to a congressperson. And the Office of Inspector General opened an investigation on who was cheating on the numbers. Um, so again, that's sort of a combination of tactics. It's 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 making a really good paper trail. It's making sure that that document got out to someone who could make use of it. And then Congress getting the Office of Inspector General involved. It's It was really a way to stop that thing just in its tracks. And it, it worked really well. Well, there you have it, folks. Just a bunch of people, but, you know, government employees wouldn't certainly doesn't dispel that myth of government employees being awful and right out in the open with it i mean it's a coup want to call it a coup i mean it, it can't be more blatant well wouldn't you know it but the fbi is actually investigating i saw this You can see it. FBI investigating alleged harassment of biden campaign bus by vehicles flying trump flags so with that video having been made, it wasn't trending on Twitter. It, it was being passed around for sure. People saw it, but it wasn't being promoted on the front of Twitter or being reported on by, as far as I can see, any real media outlet. No disrespect to Mr. Anglin, uh, but none of the mainstream outlets are even talking about this. What is a huge case here in this video, the allegations made in said video. And what they're doing is putting all their resources investigating a, a bus being being passed by a bunch of vehicles flying Trump flags. Which was funny. Yeah, it's it just the, the crime family has been in charge for so long, they just don't even know how to deal with this particular situation. Oh my God, we have a, a bus or people drove by us on the, in their in their fucking cars. We have to have the FBI investigate this immediately. We have to have our buddies investigate this. Oh, what is this? These guys openly talking about subverting the system and you know tearing apart the democracy that apparently is so sacred we can't have any information from Russian a assets or whatever. We have to have a new Red Scare because election interference, but these assholes are able to, to subvert the entire election process or... You know, if it's if I'm being generous in, in believing that the election is real, then these people are deciding that they know better than all of the people and that they get to have a louder voice. And that's not fair. So it's just fucking bullshit all around. But, you know, that's not newer parts. That's for sure. So from here, where, where should we go with this, David? Should we check in with the uh, election? Uh, yeah, let's give a check. And I think uh, he might have rose and uh, may, may have raised a couple points. I've been putting some links in the uh, Discord DM. So we have more, at 64% for uh, Texas, Donald Trump has gotten more votes. He's now in the lead in Texas. It looks, however, that Joe Biden is projected to have 122 electoral votes to Donald Trump's 92. But hey, Trump has the popular vote. Oh, here we go. Yep, yep. Get to do this song and dance again. And then we have uh, Senate and House ballot measures. Looks like the Democrats might take well might take the senate they're two points ahead at the moment and right now the republicans are leading in the house so if the medicine gave him too much and joe biden dies literally as he's accepting <laughs> it it would not surprise me if he was reported dead the following day aoc harris ticket yeah i can see that i can see that New York with 17% reporting in, Joe Biden at 74% of the vote. Yeah, that, I mean, you know where California is going. I know where New York is going. Yep, yep. We live it, folks. We live it. Uh, also glum. 
Can't wait to see the reaction tonight, though. Like, it's going to make it all worth it. So it's up to you where you want to go next, because there's some... Uh, Antifa released some uh, riot guidelines. Uh, Let's take a look at that for sure. That sounds good. All right, that should be in the DMs of uh, Discord. Very good, very good. Let's see. Maybe, um, third, maybe third from bottom. Okay, I see it now. little off but that'll that'll be fine antifa releases riot guidelines win or lose so yeah a, a lot of this remember they're just an idea they just happen to be you know promoting their uh their demonstration all throughout social media but it's just an idea ideas can do that but uh as you are all well aware antifa organizes their domestic terrorism openly on social media and today is no different here they are uh it says here as the election looms along with the potential of street conflict here's a thread listing an array of informative guides let's review everything we've learned over the past several years organize with those you know and trust and in fact we could actually just bring up the uh the thread here oh yeah you gotta bring up the thread and the it's it's amazing uh, basic security and protest situations introduction to security culture if the fbi question you or ask you to become an informant and then the well what if it makes trump look bad though if are you allowed to squeal if it's orange man being bad that's the important question so yeah just or, oh here we go this is what i wanted to see oh yeah you, you, yeah this is where you're at right here gear I can get this to, to show up right my computer's being a little slow Hong they Kong all have protest gear i'll have the best gear an umbrella hmm yeah, always shows up uh goggles a gas mask wait are we sure this guy isn't just a an employee at the local mcdonald's or something i mean he looks well, like he's I, just prepared for covid i remember the uh i think it was the washington post wrote an article about them dressing up in their nighttime gear mm. and they all wore the same thing it's the same goggles it's the same gas mask it's a dress up it's a photo shoot that they put these people through definitely yeah they've been doing this thing they've been perfecting this art for the last decade so they kind of, you know, they have this shit on lockdown. Shields, um, umbrellas, lasers to shine in cops' eyes. I oh, mean, nice. They got, it, they, got it, they got it all. These are the good guys, by the way. In case you guys were wondering, you know, pointing lasers in people's eyes. They're, they're the resistance. The resistance is always the good guys. Man, how irritating. Just this whole thing. The, just knowing that they're, everybody's looking for an excuse to go holler and just make the situation worse. And there's nothing any of us can say to try to stop them either side yeah, win or lose they're self-proclaimed decentralized anarchist collectives and they call themselves crime think and their logo is kind of like skull and bones ish oh yeah you know really really showing that you're of the people for fuck's sake yeah so they do these simulations but they hope none of this will be necessary this is their hopes we hope trump will concede the election biden and all of their politicians will just resign and then suddenly find ourselves in a world without capitalism white supremacy or the state oh as long as they give in to the demands that's list- all the, yeah that's all you know trump concedes biden resigns when he wins that that's totally normal so they they just want kamala in charge i take it all politicians must resign oh you know something i i i I'm more for a firing, firing them all. Fuck this resigning bullshit. We need, we need a guy, and we have the fire guy in 
the White House, and he hasn't done it yet. But he should have lined them all up and fired every last one of them. Because I'm a nice guy like that. Should have done it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> from here, where, do, where, where should we go from here? Uh, let me see what else I sent to you uh, in there. Did did you see the video of... It, it's, the la- it's the farthest one down, the Oregon... Uh, female government doctor putting on the clown face for Halloween. No, I, I did not see that. Okay, well, you're going to enjoy it. Oh, yeah, that looks like something I would enjoy. Yeah, folks, let's take a look at this piece of modern art. This is Halloween safety. Oh, Halloween safety. Hello. I'm Dr. Claire Pochet. I'm a general pediatrician and also a senior health advisor here at the Oregon Health Authority. I'm here with Shimmy Sharif, my colleague who's also a senior health advisor. And we thought we'd start by giving you a quick update on where we oh, are as that's a an interpreter. As of today, there have been 38,160 cases. He's using his hands too much though, Oregon, it's making me nervous. With 390 new cases being reported today. Sadly, we are also reporting three deaths today, bringing the statewide total for COVID-19-related deaths to 608. That number just keeps going up. The COVID-19 pandemic is reshaping how Oregonians celebrate holidays, and that includes Halloween. But it doesn't mean Halloween can't still be spooky and fun this year. Here are some low-risk Halloween activities that you can engage in with your loved ones and family. Online costume contests, watching a scary movie online, carving pumpkins with members of your household, touring neighborhood yards and home displays with household members, decorating your house, apartment, or living space with spooky lights, cotton spider webs, and other fun decorations. A Halloween scavenger hunt for candy in or around your house with members of your household, baking and decorating Halloween cookies with members of your household, hiding small pumpkins in your yard for your children to find, having a Halloween craft night with your family, sending Halloween cards, and telling spooky stories with the lights out. If you wear a costume, be sure to wear a face covering that covers your nose, mouth, and fits snugly on your cheeks. Halloween masks won't protect you or others from spreading coronavirus. We also recommend continuing to practice the safety precautions you've been practicing all along, and these include staying at least six feet away from people who are not in your household, wearing a face covering, and avoiding large gatherings. We know many of you have been wondering about trick-or-treating or trunk-or-treating and have wondered why we don't recommend it, even though it's an outdoor activity. Although outdoor activities are generally less risky than That's indoor when you activities, give food out from trick your or treating trunk. is high risk because kids Uh-oh. tend to that get excited. That seems like something which a lot of journalists would be very familiar with. Who aren't members of their household? Being in close contact with people outside of your household is one of the ways COVID-19 is spread. Halloween will likely look different this year, and we know that can be difficult, particularly for kids. First and foremost, please know that it's okay to not feel okay right now. If your kids are struggling Thank with you. changes around yeah, Halloween, it's, it's okay to not and you're feel not okay. sure what to say, one of the best things you can do is simply listen. How are they feeling? What gets them excited about the holiday? What makes them nervous? From there, you can work together to find creative ways to address any concerns. It can also help to draw a connection between the ways COVID-19 has changed our everyday lives and how it's changing the ways we celebrate holidays. 
We also want you to know that yeah, yeah, seeing them take off the mask and put it back on. They go for another another twenty minutes. Exactly. Good God. But I thought you would like the beginning of it. Yeah, it had a nice touch to it. Yeah. So so ridiculous. Well, it is clown world we're living in, you know. But we we've gone a little far for just being clown world. It's a little more crazy than that. So we got one thirty one to ninety two Biden. That seems like a bit of a lead, right? Like you guys they're pulling our leg. They're not gonna say he won in a in a sweeping, astounding victory. I mean, I just don't buy that. I don't buy those numbers at all. I don't see Trump as someone that goes away quietly either. Oh, no, no. He will fight this tooth and nail. If he punches Biden, that's all we need. Oh, dude, I, I would be up for that. That'd be Take me behind the shed? All right. Yep, I remember him saying that, yeah. Well, let's, <laughs> see, let's see. Put your dukes up, buddy. Uh, from here, uh, before the next break... Um, I could kind of take over and explain a little bit about the um, election simulations and how Israel takes that over. Yeah, yeah, that seems uh, up your alley. Yeah, go ahead and uh, and learn the chat if you think. Right, so let me just get these these links uh, pulled up here. They're they're uh, right under the Don Lemon link in the DMs. There's uh, about four of them. Okay. If people want to see them. It's it's. I'll explain as we go. So how government and media are prepping America for a failed 2020 election. And we've all heard all heard this. Trump will be the last president. Uh, Democracy will fail, even though we're not a democracy. We're a failed constitutional republic. But. Uh, it starts off with a quote, neither a man nor a crowd nor a nation can be trusted to act humanely or to think sanely under the influence of great fear. The numerous examples of World War II era have proven Russell's point. Perhaps one of the best examples was the U.S. public's willingness to swallow lie after lie about Saddam Hussein's Iraq due to the climate of fear that followed September 11th. Today, an analogous uh, uh, an analogy that would be a narrative is being crafted by many of the same players, both in the media and government, yet is avoided scrutiny even from independent media. Over the past several months, and a, with a renewed zeal, in just the last few weeks, anonymous intelligence officials, dubious experts, and establishment media outlets have crafted a narrative about the coming chaos of the 2020 election. That's all we've been hearing, right? Dark one. I mean, we, that's all we've been hearing. Uh, months before it takes place. Uh, this was written in January. Uh, per that narrative, certain state actors will use specific technologies to target the American mind. But these anonymous government sources and their uh, stenographers have already named the countries who will be responsible and the technology they will use. They also admit that no evidence yet exists to back up these claims. Headlines like hackers are coming, election interference, Russian meddling. These are all things that they're using. Many of the technologies used to create that chaotic and horrific scenario in the Cyber Reason simulation. So what Cyber Reason does is run election simulation and sometimes doomsday simulations where Americans can end up dead or injured or there's bombs or uh, people drive cars into people. This is their election simulations. (laughs) 
Um, so the next article is another 2020 election simulation ends in chaos. It's the same group, Cyber Reason, which I need to tell you is an Israeli backed, um, uh, headed by a guy, former member of Unit 8200, the Israeli military elite cyber warfare team. So they had a battle between like members of local law enforcement, CIA, and all these people, and then Cyber Reason. The election hacking tabletop exercise known as Operation Blackout was not the first such Election Day 2020 war game run by uh, Boston-based company Cyber Reason, which is a real Israeli startup. The, objecti- the objective Cyber Reason public-private exercises in the light of the recent election tampering success by special interest groups and state actors is for law enforcement to learn what is possible during an election attack. This is basically telling you everything's going wrong. We're going to come in and help. Give us all your information. Forgetting that these are just dual loyalty people. These are single loyalty people. So every information they get goes back to Israel. That's their main objective because they're Israeli intelligence. Um, then they had a, a good one that was uh, 2020 election simulation ended with 32 dead and 200 injured. It's just these crazy doomsday elections. Uh and Cyber Reason was named one of the fastest growing cybersecurity companies uh, coming out of 2017. And they're funded up the wazoo. And they have all of Washington state secrets and information to be in their uh, cybersecurity field. They've also done with this with social media, and they've just done this this week with hospitals. Big shout out to Robert Maxwell, by the way. But conspiracy, if you say they want to take over things. Boy, real or perceived, almost makes it's you not, want to cry. That's that people should know like who runs behind the scenes these doomsday uh, scenarios. The, the uh, hospital stuff that they're running the cybersecurity for, don't worry, pro bono, we'll do it for free for you guys. Ooh, out of the kindness of their own hearts, eh? Yeah, because, yeah, you know, they're kind folk. Well, that's they, don't want, they don't want any money. I don't want any money. It's all free. 